Chapter Eleven of the Story of Manhattan by Charles Hemstreet. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Eleven, Governor Fletcher and the Privateers. When Benjamin Fletcher became the next governor of New York in the month of August, sixteen ninety-two, the people gave a great public dinner in his honor, and there were expressions of deep joy that so wise and good and pious a man had been sent to rule over them. But Governor Fletcher soon came to be disliked. He tried by every means to enrich himself at the public expense. More than that, he wished to make the Church of England the only church of the province, and to have the English language the only language spoken. All of which the people did not like, for the majority of them still spoke the Dutch language, and attended the Dutch church. Governor Fletcher had great trouble in getting the assembly, the body of men who helped him to govern the province, to agree with him, but he finally won them over in the matter of the Church of England. One of the churches built at this time was Trinity Church. It was a quaint, square building with a tall spire, not the Trinity Church of this day, although it stood on the same spot. In the year after Fletcher came, the first printing press was set up in the city by William Bradford, who came from Philadelphia for that purpose. He became the public printer, and afterward issued the first newspaper. He did a great deal for the general good, and when he died he was buried in Trinity Churchyard. Even now you can see the stone that marks his grave, close by the side entrance of the present church. During much of the time that Fletcher governed, the French in Canada were continually threatening to fight with the English in New York. There were fierce and bloody conflicts on the border, but no enemy reached the city. There was also another danger that grew stronger day by day. It came about as the result of privateering. A privateer was a vessel which, under commission from one country, carried on war with the ships of other countries. The captains were called privateers, as were the ships. These privateers were so successful that they grew bold, and instead of attacking only the ships of enemies of their country, they threw away their commissions and attacked ships of all countries for their private gain. Then they were called pirates. They became robbers and murderers, for they murdered as well as robbed. These pirates bore down upon the ships of all nations, carried off their cargoes, then sunk the vessels without knowing or caring how many were on board, that none might escape to tell the tale. Nowhere were the pirates more daring than near the American coast. The vessels of New York merchants were burned within sight of the shore, and the pirates were even bold enough to enter the harbor and seize the ships as they lay at anchor. The officials of the province made no apparent effort to suppress these pirates. It was thought then, and has since been believed, that they assisted them, and were well paid for such help. Governor Fletcher himself was suspected of sharing in the pirate booty. Merchants who feared to carry on regular trade, as their ships were almost sure to be seized, came, after a time, to lend their aid also to the pirates by buying their cargoes. 
Finally, very few ships dared to cross the ocean. Then the English government became alarmed. A new governor was searched for. A man strong enough to resist the bribery of pirate crews, and able to drive them off the seas. And just such a man was found. End of chapter 11